Welcome to Goodbye Apathy, a podcast about what excites us in life, those passions that get us out of bed in the morning, and where we find joy. This is a special episode for me because I sit down with my friend, Colin Umberger, the only other person I know who loves concerts as much as I do. That's right, today we're talking all things live music. Do you remember the first concert you ever went to? Yes, I actually do. Um, I want to say it was maybe my freshman year of high school. Um, I went with my brother to FFH. So I don't know if you know who they are. No. Um, they are a small-time Christian band. I saw, I think it was freshman year of high school, somewhere around there. I saw them. They were out of church, but my brother and I went. It was a great time. Definitely, I mean, a little bit different a concert atmosphere that um, I would later go to. But I mean, and then by like senior of high school, I went to Common Ground Festival in Lansing. I did okay. that. Which, um, I saw like Shine Down there before they made it big. <laughs> yep. It was, yep. Year. it was like 2007. And it had like uh, Trapped, I think. And but Shine Down was, I, I mean, I'm really happy I saw them. But then, like, all of a sudden, I hear on the radio, I'm like, what, what? And I also saw um, that summer, I also went to, uh, well, what's, um, oh, what's the big, uh, what was the big punk uh, festival um, that it, that just ended? What's the festival? Um, can't believe I'm blanking on this right now. Not Lala, um, not right? What? Which one? Not, not Lollapalooza. No, 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 no. Um, it, was, it was uh Warped Tour. That, there you go. Yep, 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 yep. Warped Tour 2007. Um, so that was a lot of fun. I mean, it was like 90 degrees. I saw him, I saw him, uh, downtown Detroit. That was my first like actual like festival experience too. So, okay. um, I, mean, was, I mean, lots of good music. Saw people from, uh, Newfound Glory there to like some like older bands I didn't really know to some like, uh, screamer bands I didn't know, but, and then like, you'd see like, you know, obviously lots of weird, interesting people like, also saw like a whole family clan from like everyone from like an eight year old up to a ninety year old, which I had to question why they're all there, but but no, it was a good time. That's awesome. Yours are significantly cooler than mine are because <laughs> I'm trying to remember. They kind of just always try to be cool. <laughs> well, I went to a lot with my family when we were younger because like uh, at our high school they did a Fourth of July concert every year, so I saw like. Boys to Men and Village People and Rick Springfield. So I saw like all of those, which now I'm glad I saw all the, those yeah. people because um, that's pretty cool to put on the checklist. When I was high school, I went to a ton of country concerts, like the, the really big ones. So I went to Kenny Chesney and Rascal Flats and stuff like that, just because yep. I had friends who wanted to go to those. So when I say my first concert, I, mean, I went to like all um, like these like, uh, like almost like classical concert type thing where It'd be um, in Grand Rapids. They'd have it called Picnic with the Pops. They'd have uh, yeah. or the band, and then do like have a other band come where they do a theme. Like I saw America, uh, so like a good old uh, '60s '70s band. Yeah, uh, play with the orchestra too. That which was a really cool experience. And I mean, saw some you know really good stuff. I mean, main like oldies and like other kind of, like and like stuff like that. So, but I don't really consider those concerts. Cause, I mean, you just you know. All, everyone brought you brought yourself and set up the picnic yeah. and listen throughout the night but i mean you're just hanging on your lawn chair with uh your family which i mean is like taking a concert but 
no, no, no. I, I totally agree. Yeah, because even those ones before, like we went to the state fair and saw Grand Funk Railroad because my dad mm-hmm. really wanted to go. And not that they don't count. I mean, we went to a concert, but I don't really like count them until it's like I went out and bought tickets for it. Or like I was the one who asked to go. You know what I mean? Like those mm-hmm. feel like my first ones. Although I'm pretty sure the first one I ever bought tickets for was Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> and it went with my grandma. So, I probably bought tickets for were the Common Ground and then Warp Tour. And then, first, like, then, like, uh, freshman year of college, I went to go see Sum 41. That uh, was my first, like, actual, like, single show. Okay. Yep. Which is, I mean, I, I really loved. I mean, I, I mean, I, I've been listening to them since I was, like, sixth grade. So, I mean, like, Lots of years in the making, waiting for that to happen. Uh, growing up, um, <laughs> loved their album "All Killer No Filler," but there's like this uh, um, drunk couple who always tried to get in, like, into the mosh pit, and they but they didn't get upset or pissed off when someone would push them around. And yeah. So then they had to they'd be like kicked out of it, but then they'd walk right back in and get you know surprised when something happened. I'm like, so. But yeah, this is what you brought on. Exactly. <laughs> but no, that was, I mean, it was a great concert. I loved it. I mean, like back all the all the memories and i mean that's kind of what you know you want in a concert just uh all the memories you have of their other music wherever where you've heard it i mean i can yeah. actually pick out the, that's one of the few songs i actually pick out uh off all killer no filler uh, fat lip was my favorite song and i can actually cool. pick out uh when i first heard that song which was um on our way to play laser tag with some friends and it came on the radio i had never heard it before in my life but all my friends had so, I mean, I was just doing the watermelon, 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 I'm like I knew the words, and by the end, I did. <laughs> so That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Okay, so I've gone to both of these with you. Um, mm-hmm. Would you say, in general, are you more of a small venue or large venue person? And I guess uh, that definitely, depends definitely on what you see. Hands down. Um, okay. Because, I mean, with small venue, you get a lot more intimate uh, interactions with the artist. Uh, I mean, from... Yep. I seen everything from dialogue between the artists and like someone in the crowd, like where everyone can actually hear what's going on to, yep. I mean, like them just coming down off stage and like, would it be able to like talk or shake hands with everyone? Yeah. I've had like, I mean, like one of the best experiences um, I've had like with a actually super small venue, um, the band May, I saw them on Halloween night. So they went across to the thrift store, all got like, um, Halloween costumes basically like two of them were wearing like dresses and same with like all the opening acts but at a certain point they're like what do you guys want to hear and they just started taking requests from the crowd that's just awesome which is awesome but I mean like like with large venues I mean it's great because you can see um uh bands you you know that are made it big but if yeah. you lack the sometimes you lack the engagement yeah I mean like the best example I mean that's seen 21 pots in a small venue or smallest venue um, like of House of Blues, which was like 2,500, I think, to not seeing yep. in like arenas. And I mean, they're still great performers, but their performance in House of Blues is was hands down better just because, I mean, they've had that more intimate react in, interaction with the crowd. Right. And I no, mean, that like, makes sense. Yeah, like they literally had a conversation with a guy who was like a, a little bit like 10 feet from me and just like talked to him a little bit and then they were making jokes with the crowd but yeah it was, it was great yeah there's there's definitely trade-offs with mm-hmm. both because obviously if if a band's playing really small venues they 
probably don't have much of a budget, right? So yeah. production wise, it, it goes down, but I'm with you, like small venues all the way. That's always yeah. my preference. I think because I'm there for the music. I mean, I love the production of it. If they've got a cool set, I'm all about it. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to play. And so small venues make it a lot more yeah. fit for that. It's cool though, like at least with 21 Pilots, you, you've seen them at small venues. Yeah. And then you also get to experience because they do some really cool stuff in arenas too. Oh yeah, no, I mean like, I mean, I, and like, I mean, like, I don't put a heavy weight on production value. I mean, like some of the stuff, like, I mean, I really don't care much about. But I mean, some of the, yeah. it adds to the element. I mean, like, um, I saw Imagine Dragons one year in Cleveland, and I mean, what they what they performed. I mean, it wouldn't have been the same in a small venue because, like, at one point they had like a hidden drum up on top of the stage, and they actually like. Uh, chained the uh, the lead singer there, and I like, hoisted him up, and he started playing the drum like forty feet in That's the air. Awesome. That's which, super I mean, cool. Which, I mean, actually, we'll never see it a, a small venue, but I mean, there definitely are the trade offs. But I mean, overall, yeah, because yeah. I mean, performers like good performers are going to be able to perform no matter where they are. So I mean, if you can make the most and like just use yeah. your like, level of of um, energy, will carry you. Yeah. When I don't, I don't know how you feel about this, but like, especially with large venues, mm-hmm. I either spend the money to get a good seat or like on the floor or I don't go. There's no point for me to sit in the nosebleeds. Like I'd rather just not go. If I'm going to bother, I'd rather like pick, mm-hmm. hand pick a couple larger concerts and, and go all out on them as opposed to just getting like you know, the $30 nosebleed just to be there. See, like, I'm, t- I mean, kind of depends on who I'm seeing. I mean, I'm fine with like the like lower level, not the nosebleeds, because then you can't even see what they're doing without looking at the screen. But I mean, right. I don't necessarily always uh, spend for the pitch based on like cost. I mean, sure. That's all I yeah, yeah. Then you'd be going pay like 20, 30 bucks and go see the band I really enjoy. Yeah. And then you'd also can always get a good spot. I mean, my, one of my favorite venues, uh, downtown, I mean, you can literally stand anywhere and have a good view and not worry about getting there super early, like hours beforehand, like, you know, cause you know, we have jobs and we can't afford that. Right. <laughs> right. No, I gotcha. No, that makes sense. Okay. So you talked a little bit about some of the music festivals you went to, um, when you were younger, mm-hmm. um, but you still like more recently you've been to a couple music festivals right yeah oh i mean i always uh go to uh um 97x's next big thing which i mean yep um, they have actually expanded that to two days um but i mean it's now like a festival where you camp overnight um like you see with a uh, some of the like the big big name festivals but um yeah. but i mean so i mean i'm still there like from like noonish to like all night long which are fun i mean i've gone to a few festivals at actually that venue um back in the day that when they had big guava festival that's probably one of my favorite all time uh yep. festivals was three days long you had people like chance the rapper before he really made it big um the headliners were foster to people vampire weekend and outcast because the yeah. year outcast came back but then you like op- they opened the act for like, a bunch of um bands that later on i made a big because it was six years ago now so okay. i mean i guess yeah. everyone from like walk the moon was an was an opening act small opening act when when pass was a smaller act 
and just like stop. And I mean, like I saw Haim was an opening act and yeah, I mean, so many amazing acts that were there and just so many of them end up going and making it big from that. Yep. So like girl talk, I, I mean, was there, they were opening act. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So many great performers um, in this. I mean, every, everyone, I mean, group love was there now they're so much bigger and yeah actually when i saw imagine dragons group love opened for them mm -hmm. i've seen them twice but one of the times i saw them yeah i don't i don't go to a ton of music festivals i think i like the camping ones mm -hmm. they have no interest to in me uh, i don't want to stand with like thirty thousand people and, and stand out in the sun and wait for these people to come on all day that doesn't really have any interest for me but i think too like i think a lot of the really big festivals it's so diverse in the music that they bring that i'll have like four or five artists that i really want to see but then the rest of them might have no interest because they don't have like a like a yeah. vibe at least when they were doing guava festival i felt like there was some sort of vibe like if you yeah, like i mean it's it the alternative which i mean yeah Although I mean I I mean there's I mean I definitely want to go to like a festival like Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza, yeah, or like Firefly. Um, just because I mean normally with those there's enough bands I want to see. Which, I mean it definitely has like a lot of like variation and like styles, but or um actually the one I would love to do would be Hangout Fest because that's like right on the beach um in Gulf Shores. Yep. So I yep. mean, at least I'll be on the beach. I mean, obviously, I just wouldn't just seem to worry about the heat and whatnot. Being uh, from the right. north, still don't deal well with it <laughs> down here. <laughs> yeah, I actually I had tickets for um, uh, it's called Moon River Festival. Okay. And it's okay. in Chattanooga. So I've never been before, but uh, do you know Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors? Have you ever yeah. heard of them? Yep. So they actually host the the festival, and I think this was like year three or four but every year consistently they just brought the best people it's like because he's friends with all of my favorite artists and then i did more research into it and they have it like right on the side of the river there across so the i guess the i've never been to chattanooga but i guess the city's on one side of the river yep. you go over one bridge and then there's this big park area like so you go over the bridge and then down by the riverside and that's where they host the festival. So they said, obviously they have like a ton of, what are they, like market booths and stuff. So there's a ton of other stuff to do there. But then they said, you walk like 20 feet away from the stage and you can rent a paddle boat and go on the river and just oh, ride wow. around. So like, if there's a band you didn't like, you just hop on a paddle boat and then <laughs> come back in. And then under the bridge, they let you rock climb. So they had like, people set up to let you rock climb and stuff like that. So it seemed like it was like a, like a definitely a different experience for a music festival, but it got canceled three days ago. So uh, <laughs> I mean, have you seen a uh, rock the boat where they have it's like basically a festival on a cruise? Yes. I mean, the line yep. changing the year, which I mean, um, Andrew McMahon's done it, I think a couple of times, which he'd be one of the ones that we'd love to see like on that. I mean, cause usually they're um, most of the bands. I mean, I, I like her, one up, which I mean would just be a great time in your Ghana cruise and just go see a concert every night. Yeah. Or whatever. So I mean that would that'd be actually a really fun experience, just whole totally unique and I mean obviously you just have, you know, the population of what's on the cruise. So hopefully not yeah. too crowded. Well or and I've heard too I think if you go on those, it's like fairly easy to kind of like 
hang out with the band a little bit. Yeah. Because they obviously have nowhere to go. You're on there for what if it four days, seven days or whatever it is. Yep. Um, so I think it's a lot more intimate. Um, and they'll do like pop-up shows where like you're eating dinner and one of the bands will just come out and play for half an hour, yeah. even though it wasn't scheduled. Yeah, I would love to do that. Train has one every year. They call it Sail Across the Sun hmm. Tour. And they bring all of their friends on a cruise for a week. It sounds super cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I'd, I'd love to. I mean, I just got to convince the wife to do to go along with that. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would totally go. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> Is there any concert etiquette that you live by or that you expect from others? I know that's a, that's a weird question, but since since you've gone to so many, yeah, I mean, like uh, I think one of the best actually, uh, okay, well, I mean, I'm kind of just watching out for those around you. Um, I mean, you know, some I see like if you're outside, you're dealing with heat. Uh, I mean, a lot of time people can get like overheated or you know or whatnot. When I I went to actually see Flogging Molly uh, around um, St. Patrick's Day one year, and mm-hmm. this girl. I, I, I think her glasses fell off or some of that, but like literally like everyone around her just formed a wall coming. I mean, they're kind of moshing a little bit, like a lot of movement, um, especially those kind of bands, but everyone just formed a wall. That way she could easily get down and look for her glasses on the ground, pick them up without them getting stepped on her, her worry about getting tripped over. So it's kind of like just watching out for your neighbor essentially and not being too obnoxious. That's awesome. So let me ask you, how do you feel – how do you feel about like the tall person at a concert? You know, like the guy who walks in, who's like six, seven. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for them. Cause like, like obviously like right? everyone wants to be as close to the front as possible, but same time, if you're six, seven, you're green blocking someone to you. I mean, I, I like even like with some of the concerts I go to, I mean, I'm not that tall. I'm like, you know, six foot, but you're always going to have someone behind you who's yeah. shorter. And so I'm just, it's a, reasonable expectation to just kind of be considerate i guess so i mean like just ask the person behind you like hey can you see and that's where you know as a concert girl you always try to find that window between right. people and hopefully right. they don't heads. movement during the concert but i mean if i was like if i was six seven i'd probably always stay like near the back ish yeah yeah so i would be honest i don't even mind if they get there early enough like if they want to be up front they have every right to be up front. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, because I feel for them too. Cause I'm thinking like, I want a good view just as much as everyone else. And so my thought is they get there early enough and they get their spot. Like that's theirs. And then if people need to like adjust behind them as they fill in, then they need to do that. But if you're six, five, six, seven, and you show up like during the opener and then you weave through the crowd I'm, I'm going to yeah. get angry. <laughs> like, okay, you didn't show up early and you know how tall you are and you're clearly blocking people who have been here for 45 minutes to an hour waiting. Right. That's what bothers me. But well, I mean, like just in general, I mean like people who are weaving in when like, I mean, obviously they weren't there beforehand, like whether they say yeah. they have a friend up front or they actually do. And I mean, obviously there's always like situation like, Oh, I, mean, I, you know, had to go, you went to the merchandise table or you went to the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah boy back up that's fine but some people yep. are just weaving their way up because they showed a plate and just want a better seat and they and then just oh yeah so-and-so's up there i know them and then just creating their own spot and basically forcing everyone else to adjust those are the yeah. people i don't like no i agree i have been over the years i've i've developed a talent for boxing out 
really well. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I learned that in basketball <laughs> growing up. I mean, I mean, if there's open space, you fill it, but you're not gonna. I'm not gonna force my way through people if there obviously isn't room in front of them. No, I totally agree. The big thing with that, I mean, you just obviously you want a little bit of space between you and the person like next to you in front of you or whatever, but you also yeah. need to create never it's not that big enough space where someone tries to fit in. So, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, that's probably another one of my pet peeves is like there's concerts I've been to a lot of sold out concerts especially like at House of Blues I feel like those get really crazy if they're sold out yeah Uh, but I go into that knowing it right I mean that's that's what I signed up for so I don't have a huge issue with that but like if somebody is consistently touching me and you can see their space around them that drives me crazy it's fine like you know inevitably people are dancing and moving around people are going to bump you that's just what's going to happen yeah but like when somebody's back is like on you the entire time and you can tell they can move around, that drives me crazy. But see, um, I was at a concert where uh, the person in front of me was a high schooler and they were like really bobbing their head, but they were getting kind of wild and like almost were like hitting me with their head. So I'm like fully expecting to get a concussion. Yeah. Um, I mean, I literally had to like just keep my arm on their back and them yep. coming too close because I mean, I literally got their hair in my like mouth like twice. I'm like, and like yes. with how quick they were moving and like the size of this person, I was like, I'm fully, I'm like, I told my friend, I'm like, if I get a concussion, you're going to need to pull me out of here because I won't be able to. <laughs> luckily, yeah. luckily I didn't, but yeah, like, I mean, it was getting way too close for comfort. And I'm like, I'm like you just need to like settle down. Just like keep like that little like foot, like arm, you know, yeah. you put your, you know, you put your guard arm up. We're talking like growing up. But, I mean, that's but literally how, what it is. How do they not notice that? You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. My and that obviously doesn't bother them, you know. I, I yeah. mean, and the and the bad part is, I mean, it, it gets so distracting that you're not even watching the concert anymore. That's I think that's what bothers me the most. For the most part, I can tune everyone else out at a concert and just pay attention. But well, me and my brother went to see Mumford and Sons. Was I at that concert? Awesome. What's that? Was it the one I went to with you? No, this was in Ohio. Okay. Was, I think it was last year um, for their Delta tour. And um, it was an awesome, awesome concert. Um, they made the whole – it was in um, Nationwide Arena. Mm-hmm. So, But they made the entire floor standing room. And then they put the st- stage in the very middle. Mm-hmm. So we were able to get – like I got floor seats. Um, and we got there at a decent time. So we had a, we had a great view. We were super close to the stage. And the nice thing is, you know, um, I forget what the exact regulations are, but if a venue makes the floor, if they make that standing room, they can only book so many seats. Like I almost think it's the same amount if they actually put seats down. Does that make sense? Like if yeah. you were to rub it out because of like fire hazards and stuff like that, yeah, you can't yeah, I mean, fill the entire floor. Building code, you're only allowed so many people in there anyways. And Exactly. I mean, you don't want to, like, I mean, in order to avoid any kind of like issue of like something goes wrong and people need to escape, the right. biggest issue most things face is like if people get trampled. Right. So, so the nice thing about that was like we had room to spread out and people took advantage of that. So we didn't have to clump up at the stage because nobody was pushing us in. So the majority of the concert, we had plenty of space. We could see really well. And then during the encore, which I think they played at they did at least three or four songs as part of their encore. 
-hmm. this girl pushed through the crowd and stood right in front of us and she was she was gone like she was completely out of it and she was dancing like a maniac her arms and legs were just flailing everywhere she was hitting everyone and then she kept trying to get her friend to come up with her like you'd see her turn around she's like come up there's plenty of space and i'd turn around like Nope, there's not. <laughs> like, just think. And you could tell her friend was super embarrassed because she wouldn't move. And so this girl was driving everyone crazy and she was smacking into everyone. It was terrible. And then they started playing the wolf. Yeah. And you know that yeah. song, right? So yeah. it's a crazy song. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's also mm-hmm. happens to be one of my favorites, my all time favorites of yeah. theirs. So I told my brother, I was like, watch this. I can get her to go away. And he's like, what are you going to do? I was like, don't worry about it. So as soon as they hit the first chorus and you know, it just, the song erupts and it just goes nuts. I started dancing like a fool, like just making a complete. You dance, like, like, you're dancing I do. I do. But like, <laughs> so imagine what, what a level above that would look like. <laughs> now I would say I didn't hit anyone. I made sure I kept in my space, but I danced like a total weirdo and she got really freaked out. <laughs> she's like she's like yelling at me she's like it's just a song calm down man and i did that for like two choruses in a row and then finally she was like this is stupid i'm i'm leaving and she went to the back and i immediately as soon as she moved i stopped dancing and the people in front of me turned around and started slow clapping me (laughs) it was awesome but it was just like you went the whole concert why couldn't you stay where you were it just like it drove me crazy and i like I, at first I was upset because I was like, this girl's going to ruin the end of this concert for me. And in an arena, normally the, the encores are the, the most, you know, hyped up part, right? They're doing a bunch of stuff. So anyway, so I think I know the answer to this, but have you ever gone to a concert by yourself? Uh, no, I have not actually. Um, okay. Usually, I mean, I mean, I'll find just a random friend like, hey, do you want to go? I have an extra ticket type of thing. Yeah. But. I've never been to an actual concert by myself. I mean, like, I'll, I mean, I'll watch live music by myself, like at like a bar or something like or that, or yeah, sure. if I'm waiting for someone, like, or meeting up with friends later. But I've never actually gone to a concert by myself because usually I'm able to just find one person. Yeah. And just be like, hey, I bought a ticket. Do you want to just go? <laughs> type of thing. Yeah, because obviously it seems like your friend group, for the most part, there, there's a ton of people who like going to concerts. If you had to. Could you like, would you go by yourself? If it was like, I can't miss this band. Nobody else is free. I'm just going to go. Um, I would, um, especially like, I mean, like when I was like traveling for work, I would always look at what concerts were going on. And if I saw a band yep. I like, I mean, I would, I mean, it definitely is in the same. I mean, kept going like some, I went to like, I went to a sporting event by myself, which I mean, it was like weird because like there's no one to talk to during the game or about what's going right. on. Right. Me, yeah, I can try to be friends with people around me, but uh, that just sounds like work. Yeah. Um, like, um, I went to, not that this is a concert, but uh, I happened to be in Dallas because um, my wife was at a conference and I had nothing to do all day long. So I actually went to the Big 12 championship game, which, I mean, I'm like, hey, I like football. I got a good deal on a ticket. I'm like, I'll just go. I'm like, what else am I going to do? And right. I get there and I realize that my I just bought my ticket on StubHub and I realize that my ticket is in the student section of Baylor, which I don't have any care for your teams. I mean, I'm just there to watch football. And yeah. then like I'm with a bunch of you know, like 18, 19 year olds and I'm like, uh, 
hey, <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and eat my nachos, go team type of thing. I mean, I, just, I happen to be wearing green, so it worked out decently. Okay, that's together. what I was going to ask, yeah. Um, so luckily, I mean, you're wearing the other team. Yeah, I mean, like I literally had no idea until I sat down. I'm like, oh. But, I mean, it was fine. I mean, it was just a, it was a good game to watch. But, yeah. I, mean, so I, I mean, I definitely would. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't prefer because, I mean, it's not as exciting because you don't have that, um, that conversation with like friends or that memory afterwards. Yep. Like, dude, that part was so awesome. Like, I know. Instead of you yep. just walk up to a stranger, hey, that one part was awesome. They're like, hey, I'm going to call the cops. Type of things. <laughs> stranger danger, stranger danger. So, yep. But, no, I mean, like, oh, I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to, um, when we were at a big, I think it was, you're, I think it might have been next big thing or big wild fence. So I don't remember which one, but I was with one of my friends. And then this guy, he like flew down from like Maine or something. And it was, and then like, so we kind of made friends with him. Cause I mean, he, like he was there for like eight hours. And so he had no other choice yeah. at that point. But I mean, so like we made friends with him. I mean, and so, I mean, it worked out and you know, like, he was fine and cool. And he wasn't creepy, but yeah. yeah. No, I cool. by myself. That just seemed like too much of a financial, you know, commitment to not to not do with anyone else. Because yeah, I'll do it. Contrary, was fine. You know, talking to yourself the entire time. No, I totally agree. Yeah. So obviously, the preference is to always go with somebody, right? Yeah. But I do the same thing you do. Where, well, first I either call you, and that usually works out. Or <laughs> if I if you're busy for some reason, I, I will buy two tickets and then just try to figure oh, it out later. But I have had times where like, it'll be like the day before or day of where I'm begging people like, oh, yeah. please oh, yeah. just take this ticket. I just like, I don't want any money. I just need somebody to stand where, there with me. So I have somebody to talk to, right? And there have, there have been times where I've thought like, should I do this or should I just go by myself? You know what I mean? Like if it's that much work to try to find somebody to go with me, the closest I've ever been was I went to... I can't even remember who the headliner was now, but I went to a concert at House of Blues and I had people I was meeting there, mm -hmm. but they mm -hmm. are those people who like, they didn't really care about the openers and didn't make an effort to be there early, but I wanted to see them. Cause I think um, Judah and the Lion was opening and I was yep. like, well, I'm not yeah. missing this, but they didn't care. And I was like, you know what? Part of me was like, oh, I should just wait till they get there and go in with them. And I was like, no, that's stupid. I'm not missing Judah and the Lion because they don't want to go early. So yeah. that's the closest I've ever been. So I was at that concert for probably like an hour, hour and a half by myself until they showed up. And it was okay. You know, it, yeah. like. Um, I think the closest, I mean, I went to actually, um, it was another, second time I saw May. Um, they were doing an album uh, anniversary tour. And I went with a couple of friends. I mean, I met them there. I got there a little before they did. And they played the whole album and that's all my friends do. I'm like, okay, we're done. I'm like, like there's going to be an encore. Like, oh, we don't know any more of their songs. I'm like, who cares? But yeah. then they left. I mean, so they missed like the last like three, four songs. I'm like, um, but no, I've, I've definitely done the begging. Like, hey, like I had some like bail and like literally an hour or two before the concert. Like, hey, where are you doing right now? Do you want to go to a concert? I have an extra ticket. Yeah. Like it was like, I, I went to go see Magic Giant one time and like, like one, like I literally had someone like bail because they were, they were sick or something like that, or and some like literally calling people and like literally is like an hour before I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Can you get here in an hour? I haven't, I have a ticket. What else are you gonna do? And was that the you've seen them multiple times, but that was yeah. that the time? I think you called me, but I had another concert the same night. Was that the same Probably. one? Probably. Probably. I forget who I saw. 
oh, it was um, bronze radio return. Cause I remember you were yep. down the street, right? Wasn't it? The, it was at the social. Yep. Yep. And I was at, um, what was that really small bar we saw Max Frost in? Oh, um, what's that place called? I don't even remember. That was the first time I've ever been in there. But. <laughs> that, that concert was so weird. Like he did such a good job, but that one, <laughs> like that was one of the ones where like there were so few people there that he just called people out. Like he pointed at somebody and he's like, Hey, what do you want to hear? Like he just talked to the people because there were so few people. I mean, hey, that's why you like small venue because that way they can do that and you can be like, hey, awesome. I want to hear this and they'll listen. Like, okay, sure, why not? <laughs> I remember just... we showed up and like the only people there were the two of us and there were like three people sitting at the bar and like nobody had even moved over to the stage yet. <laughs> Luckily, a couple people showed up later, but that was such a good yeah, that's, all, that's always a trade-off is if it's a very, very obscure unknown. And I mean, she's like, I hope more people show up because otherwise it's going to be really weird if I'm also the only one here. <laughs> yeah. well, and, you, and you feel for the band too, like being oh, at yeah. a small venue yeah. like that and they, they don't even fill that room, which I'm sure they're not, that's not uncommon for them, but still you'd, you'd like for them to, to be able to do well. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, obviously, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's what you're trying to do and you're trying to make it big. I mean, it's just a, such a, you know, rejection, depressing. I mean, like, hey, yeah. Should I really be doing this? Like, no, you should. Your music's great. People are just don't know it. Right. Exactly. No. So, which band or artist have you seen the most? Is it Twenty One uh, Pilots? Twenty One Pilots. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Twenty One Pilots now, like, I want to say nine times. I mean, I okay. saw them at a couple festivals. I've seen them live. Um, I saw them at a they did an acoustic show. I got invited to. So I mean, I see them in oh, a lot yeah. of different uh, uh, settings too. So I mean, like. Yeah, a small acoustic with like 30 people to um, a festival to a small, like smallish venue or I guess medium-sized venue to like a full, you know, stage arena. Okay. Um, yep. so they've definitely been the most. So um, I think Andrew McMahon in his, in his various forms of bands would be yep. second. I mean, I've seen them at Andrew McMahon Wilderness a few times. I saw Jack's Mannequin a few times. I never saw him at something corporate, but yeah. Yeah. And yeah, okay. he'd be thinking probably like five. I think I think I've seen him like six times at least now. Okay, six or seven. I lost track of a lot of mine because I do a lot of repeats now, like of my favorite bands. Yeah, and like the ones my favorites are like that middle sweet spot where they're playing like decent venues, but not they're not playing arenas or anything yeah. like that. So it's easy for them to tour a lot if they're doing House of Blues and the Beecham and stuff like that. Yep. But I uh. I saw Parachute last year and they played at, they were at the social actually. And <clears throat> they had something where you could do like a, it was like a VIP backstage hangout with the band. And it was like 75 bucks and it included your ticket. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'm doing that. That's awesome. So I did that, which was, <clears throat> so we got to go early here, like an acoustic set. They hung out with everyone who was there. So we got to meet them a little bit there. Uh, they signed a bunch of merch for us. And mm -hmm. then after the concert, we got to go backstage with them. And there were only five of us who, I guess, I don't know if they had more tickets than that or if it was capped at five and I just happened to buy it at the right time. But we hung out backstage with them and they were like asking us how we, what we thought about the show, what our favorite songs were, all that kind of stuff. And then they, they went around the circle and they were like, okay, we have to ask, how many times have you guys seen us? So <clears throat> they went around the room and 
this one guy was like, oh, I've seen you four times. You know, I saw you in Minneapolis and he's just like naming off the cities. Um, one girl said, I think three times. And then there was this older woman there. She was like, oh, I've seen you five or six times. Right. And then I went with Stephanie Wolf, actually. Yeah. And, uh, I think she's seen them quite a bit, like six or seven times. And then I was last and they're like, oh, how are you? How many times have you seen us? And I was like, um, this is, this is 23 for me. <laughs> and they were like, you're lying. And I'm like, no, I think it's 22 or 23. And they were like, well, we're sorry. And I was like, why are you apologizing? They're like, well, we should probably know who you are if you've seen us 23 times. <laughs> and it was like, I promise, I did preface. I was like, I'm not a creep. Like, I promise, I, I don't follow you guys around. I told him, I was like, I've only seen you in Florida or Ohio. I've never traveled to see you. I don't, like, I didn't quit my job and follow you on tour. You I mean, I mean, never, by purposing, I'm not a creep. It's not really good, you know, for your status there. Okay, but what do you think if somebody said they saw the same band 23 times? I mean, I know you, so I know you're creepy. That's, <laughs> but that sounds like, if people didn't know me, that sounds like creep level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen Andy Grammer... 25 times so that that wasn't even my my most and like that's, you know what's crazy too? I, I, I wish we could just hold up your concert you know you know expenses over the years and just see how, how many cars you yeah. could probably buy i would love to n never do that <laughs> <laughs> in in my defense most of the concerts i go to are are like 30 dollars or less oh now, yeah granted that, that's a lot of money even though because like yeah, how many do you think you how many do you think you go to in a year, roughly? In a year, I mean, not as much anymore. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> before before twenty twenty. I mean, like basically, once I got married, I mean, and all that. I'll like pre that, I was going to probably like six or seven a year at least, you know, roughly. Okay. Is it more or less now that you're married? Less, 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 less. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in control of the budget always. So. No, I got you. I. Yeah, I don't, I probably go to 15, 20 yeah. a year, especially in the fall. Almost every like September through November is stacked. Yeah, um, I mean, I think now I'm probably going about three or four. A year. A year, roughly. I mean, yeah. depends on the year, depends on who's coming, but. I need to find somebody to pay me to do this. Like, <laughs> I would love to be a recruiter who just had to go to concerts every night. And, and test options and stuff. Um, yeah, it's I, yeah. I don't want to know how much I spend on it either. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so best concert you've ever been to? So I'll have to go with three actually. Um, my three <laughs> best concerts. Uh, no particular order. Um, probably the first time I saw Twenty One Pilots at the House of Blues, just because I mean I'd never seen their act, and just yep. the sheer amount of energy. I mean, seeing everything that they do and how much they put into it, and I mean like the covers that they did even, I mean, and just how they interact with the crowd, the flip off the, you know, piano. It just, everything was amazing. I mean, seeing them perform trees at the end of their concert, even back then, because it had to be what, 2014, 2015, 2014, I think. Um, I'm seeing them perform trees at the end where they drum on the crowd and nothing beats that. Uh, so them um, seeing Jackson Mannequin back in the day that was during college I mean that was the first time I saw um, Andrew Mann in any form mm -hmm. I was at uh, I believe the Wharton Center in East Lansing 
and just like, I mean, his sheer amount of energy and how much he put in, like, he, I mean, he would run into the crowd and like, yeah. literally get to, like, and then like shake hands with people like during a song. It was crazy. And then explosions in the sky. Uh, I've seen them twice, but I mean, like, the first time, I mean, just, I mean, their music, I mean, you know, it's instrumental, so you can't really sing along. I mean, you could right. be weird, but like, just their music is just, amazing live and like nothing will beat that are you a big instrumental fan in general um i do i mean i do like some i mean uh i do like i mean i love like listening to instrumental covers as well but um i'll listen to a few like instrumental instrumental bands like so explosion sky uh got a nap is an astronaut and like some stuff like that but okay. not as much um, but definitely yeah. Explosion in the Sky is one of my favorite bands of all time. I mean, their song, Your Hand in Mine, like the first time I heard that. I mean, the weirdest thing about that concert was I just found out who they were like a week before because some friends of mine in college asked me if they, I wanted to go. So I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? It's a concert. You know, and I just enjoy them. And yeah. so I listened that whole week up to it, and then nothing prepared me for how amazing it was, which, I mean, probably didn't hurt that. Um, I just broke my hand, so I was on a lot of Vicodin, so I was really like, in a spaced-out mood. But... <laughs> Yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was amazing. I mean, the second time I saw him up in Atlanta was amazing. I mean, just being there and watching everything and just enjoying it. Like, That's really cool. I, I mean, whenever they tour, I I try to go because it just is a amazing, amazing show. Yeah. You've talked about them a lot before. I, yeah. I really want to see them because I will be honest, I don't listen to instrumental music at all. Um, mm -hmm. like maybe soundtracks and stuff if I'm working and I don't want any distractions, but well, they do soundtracks. I don't know. there you go. They've made a few, I mean, they've done soundtracks to like Friday night lights, both the Shonda yeah. movie they've done, um, uh, lone survivor and like a couple other movies. But I mean, I didn't even know they were in any of those. And I, when I saw them in concert, but uh, yeah, I mean, I wish they would tour more. I know like, Oh yeah. So whenever they do like, I'll let you know, but yeah, it's amazing. I think I would appreciate it. I, I am a little worried. I, I wouldn't like it as much as more typical concerts, but I definitely would like to experience that. Yeah, just, just listen to Your Hand in Mine by Explosion in the Sky, and that right there will be the best reason I can give you why you should see him alive. That well, song. I actually, weirdly enough, you know the song Human by Judah and the Lion? Do you know that yeah, one? Yeah. So that whole thing essentially is instrumental i mean they like chant a little bit in the background but yeah that's on all of my playlists now it's just like i don't know it's like i get emotional listening to it and there's no words so oh, yeah. if, it's, if it's anything like that i think i could get on board for sure yeah no i mean but, like i mean because the best thing i mean like listening to your music i mean it would be back in college i could study too it's just like the like you know music that were you know you could think and like you know, deal yep. with all your thoughts too. Um, another yep. good instrumental song, and just a just a song. I mean, it, um, it was is there is the intro song uh, by the XX. Okay. Which yeah. Um, I mean, I know I think it's I'm sure I know it's been some movies one up, but I mean, I would hear it actually it has an uh, I got the album and I heard it, but then I would also hear like the it was a the song um, the introduction song for a local hockey team back in the day. I mean, just like that song right there is, yeah, just do intro by the XX. Okay.
No, I'm writing it down. Yep. Um, I do like them a lot, but I don't know. I don't know a ton of their stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know a ton of their. I know. I know. I do like a lot of their music, but like, I mean, even like some of um, oh, who's what's the band? Um, hold on. Uh, M83. They have like like it's almost like instrumental ish. I mean, okay. but or very. I mean, very few lyrics, but yeah, M83 yeah. has some real good stuff as well. Okay. So obviously concerts aren't happening right now so you don't have anything booked but who's the next band on your list that you're thinking like the minute they tour you're gonna go bands i really want to see are passion pit um i've really wanted to see them yep um for and for new bands i mean I've, I've seen a lot of others and i'll still probably see some of them again um let's see who have i been into lately here <laughs> like Mine is, mine's Lawrence. I am okay. completely yeah. obsessed with them. And I'm still mad that they did not open for John Balian when we saw him. <laughs> I can, like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I saw, um, I mean, one, obviously we want to see AGR as a, as a actually headliner. I mean, I've seen them in, as part of a festival, which, I mean, it's different. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's some of the stuff like that where I've, I've seen a band with, where, they've only been like supporting act or something like that where I wanted the full experience. Yep. So there's definitely some of those, but I mean that the big, yeah, the big one would just be passion. But I think is the biggest one I haven't seen. Okay. Um, I do want to see Coolio and I'm yep. just going on my list. I would actually really see uh, Mike Snow and Barnes Courtney. Uh, and also um, I want to see Matt Mason. Oh yeah. Matt Mason is definitely high on my list. Just, I mean, I, his whole album, I really like it falling in love with i mean it's just spectacular yeah i um of all the cancellations i'm probably most upset about ajr because i like obviously i want to see them again but i wanted to be there when you saw them headline it's just like the most incredible thing i've ever seen (laughs) i mean because i saw the first time i saw them they played at the social so i've seen them at small venues and it was a great concert i met them afterwards but like when you when they got money for production value it just was nuts it was one of the craziest things i've ever seen like i saw them i saw them three times on their neo theater tour wow because i mean i saw them i saw them at part of a next big thing um the first time they came and that was i mean that i mean they only they only did like a 30 40 minute set so i mean it wasn't like a full set but even that was like, this is amazing. I mean, and everyone, everyone around me was like, we need to see him in, you know, in an f- actual full concert now. Yeah. But, and then but it hasn't worked out well so far due to unforeseen well, circumstances. Like, right. There's this one where, even though if they played House of Blues tomorrow, I'd be first in line. They are one where like their production is so over the top and so crazy mm-hmm. that I almost hope they continue to play large venues which I don't say that very often, but what they're able to do with a big stage and a big crowd is, is really, really cool. Cause they, they even said like, they went into it as like half concert, half theater performance. And then they said this new tour that we don't get to go to was supposed to be like a circus. And I, had, I don't know what that means, but I was excited about it. Cause just <laughs> the stuff that they did on the Neo theater tour was crazy. I mean, everything was coordinated they even did like almost like dance numbers wow. to some of the songs and then 
the lighting and the special effects, it was crazy. And then on top of that, they're just disgustingly talented guys. So yeah, they're definitely, that, that's probably one of my favorite concerts I've ever seen. But so obviously this hits home, hits close to home for us <laughs> because we were supposed to host a, a house show. But yeah. if, if you could pick any band and have them play at your house for friends and family, who would you want it to be? Um, ooh, I mean, that'd be hard. I mean, like, I'll probably say Andrew McMahon, um, just because, okay. I mean, just his personality too, like, would be so much fun to just talk to and whatnot. And like, just his, per- his how he's so personable with everyone. Yep. Like, I think it'd be highly entertaining. You only need like a piano then. I mean, not have to get a piano, but, you know, we, we, we buy one and then uh, yeah. teach her to play piano when she grows up. Whatever. <laughs> I think I'll, it I'll might bring that um, But I think, I think it man would probably be the best just because, of, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think I've told you this story before, but we, um, we got uh, Jack's mannequin to play when I was in college. So I was in the group that helped organize a concert yeah. each year. And so obviously we got to, uh, we got to hang out with him in the, in the band a little bit, but after the show was done, and we were, we were talking to him and he's like, okay, what are we doing next? Like, what do you guys want to do? And they're like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, let's hang out. I'm not ready to go to bed. So we, had, like, we didn't have anything planned, uh, assuming that he would just leave after the concert. So we went, we all went over somebody's house and they invited a bunch of people over. And like, he, he literally just walked in, like took his shoes off and then like hung out with everyone. I played Cards Against Humanity with him. That was awesome. You know, and like, he wasn't like, there was no, there was nothing high maintenance about it. He was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'm here to hang out. Whatever you guys want to do. It was awesome. It was really, really cool. Yep. I mean, we did the, uh, when we got married, we did the whole, Hey, we'll send him a message on, on like Instagram, see if he responds, right. which I mean, he didn't, but I mean, long shot in it, but she's jealous. <laughs> I know this does not impress you nearly as much, but Andrew Rip, the guy I hosted yeah. house in uh, December, he is like that was uh it's still hard for me to talk about and it's been like seven eight months it was one of the coolest experiences of my entire life and like he's not he's not like selling out arenas or anything like that so he's not at that level but for me and my brother he is top five for sure like he is one of my favorite artists of all time and like i still remember so uh he played at our house on a friday i took the day off and he showed up at like 4.30, 5 o'clock. My brother lives downtown. So he finished work and then drove over after he was done working. And so by the time my brother got there, he was tuning the guitar, setting it. We were setting up the keyboard and getting everything, doing like a mic check and stuff. And uh, I was still in shock, but it, it, it started way, wearing off a little bit by that point because he'd been there for like an hour and a half. My brother walked in. <laughs> And literally, like he walked in, he was holding his bags, just dropped them on the floor and stared at him with his mouth open. <laughs> and I looked at him and was like, yeah, he's in our living room, man. <laughs> play cool, play cool. I know, I know. Oh my goodness. When he walked up, because uh, he told me he would show up at like 4.30. From like four o'clock on, I just paced in the house. I was so nervous. And then when he showed up, I met him outside and 
I don't, luckily this didn't freak him out, but I literally just kind of ran up to him and gave him a hug. I probably should have like read the room a little bit. (laughs) No, definitely not. But he was the coolest guy ever. And uh, like, as soon as he saw my brother, he was like, Hey man, are you Brian? And he like got up and gave my brother a hug. And my brother was like, his arms were out and he was like freaking out. It was so, so cool. It was, it was awesome. So I cannot wait until the next time I can see him again. Cause he was just the, the coolest guy on the planet. And like, yeah. it was cool too. Cause me and my brother and a couple of my friends were huge fans of him and have seen him before. Uh, my parents had been listening to him for months knowing that he was coming, but then most of the people we invited were just friends and family who thought it was cool that we were hosting a concert. And by the end of it, they were like blown away. And it was cool yeah. that we were able to do that and help. I mean, we only had 35, 40 people there, but it was cool that to like give him that recognition and hopefully spread his music a little more broadly um, because he, he definitely deserves it. I mean, I don't know, like he's one of those bands where you see him play in a smaller venue and you're like, why are you not bigger than you are? Yeah. Like, why is yeah. this place not packed? Um, it's good for me because... I get to see him in smaller venues and get to do stuff like house, house concerts. But at the same time, you still want to see, want to see him make it big, but no, yeah, I get it. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was, that was awesome. I still have hopes that we're going to do a house show at some point. I don't know when it's going to happen. But I'm still hoping we'll, we'll pull it off somehow. I don't know. Eventually. Eventually. I, Oh, to add to that, I also think magic giant would be an incredible house show. I would agree. I mean, they are, I mean, they're, phenomenal live i mean i said a few times i mean my only concern was i mean my one concern would be like how active they are i mean they probably yes. run into the same break something <laughs> mine <laughs> yeah. be worth it but you know <laughs> well and they seem like they the are. nicest guys yeah. in the plan but i'm with you like i think that would be a backyard concert and not oh, a yeah. living concert <laughs> yeah yeah i, mean, I, totally I need a bigger backyard than mine <laughs> yeah those guys energy level oh yeah do you have a dream concert? Like, is it either like a certain set list by a band or like a certain combo of artists? Cause I've oh. thought about this a lot. Like if I could, if I could hand pick who played at a concert. I mean, I almost wish I could like hand pick like, uh, like a certain band for one certain song and just hear it live and then move on to the next. Okay. Yeah. And, like, I mean, that's, I mean, that's as would be, I mean, obviously one too much for me to ever, you know, afford, but or Paul logistically speaking. But I mean, like, just like, I mean, like hearing one song, like, I mean, like, is it a, like, I have a favorite song by this band that I always wanted to see. I mean, like, yeah, I like some of their music, but it's not like enough where I'm like, man, I need to go. Yeah. See them all. But I mean, like, yeah, like, if I could just pick like a, like, you know, a single song or two songs here and there and just put them all together. Yep. Basically just what are my own, my like, basically top hits on my Spotify. So it'd be like a, it'd be like a live Spotify playlist. Basically, I mean, you yeah. know, like, uh, I mean, I'd love to see uh, the ba- uh, Band of Horses perform the funeral. Okay. Um, like, and just like hear that song specifically and just like do some other like of my like, top favorite songs of all time and stuff yep. like that. No, I, yeah, I'm right there with you. I feel like if I had to pick, if I could pick a set list, I know this sounds weird, but like if Maroon 5 ever does a tour where they do songs about Jane, I would pay so much money to see that <laughs> and just do start to finish the whole album. I would lose my mind. 
I think that'd be awesome. And then there's certain artists that I would want to put together. Yeah. I've seen some really, really phenomenal concerts where like the, op- like they have two or three openers. I'm obsessed with every opener and the headliner. And those mm-hmm. are just like where your energy levels through the roof. It's just, it's really cool to see those. And then when they, yeah. it's even better when they bring the openers on and you realize they're all friends and play together and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, one of the actually best like performances I saw live was, um, or it was a band called Magic Man. Um, and then yep. uh, the Griswolds, they performed together like, at the end of the concert and they performed Ignition. <laughs> and then they had their guy who was handing the merch come out and like rap for it, which was, I mean, it's just amazing end to the show. And just so everyone was cool. out there having a great time. And just whatnot, but I mean, it's like when you have like those like special like moments. I mean, I always want to be a concert where like they bring like a special cast out who like just a friend yeah. of theirs who's in town, which you know, even like going some of the some of the bands who are like from the area. I'm like, I'm like, why aren't you doing that here? And yet you do it open like New York. I'm like, I'm not in New York. So, right. Have you? So you've never seen a band do that before? Um, I mean, I've seen them like bring out the, the opening acts and do like stuff like that, but not yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Not like a random not special like guest who wasn't part of the show initially. Yeah. Like, hey, someone had to be in town and we're bringing them out. Or this yeah. like one you know, random song that we have that everyone loves, but we don't ever do because they get a duet. Right? Yeah, same so, I mean, I mean, like, um, like I've seen the day to remember because I'm different from Ocala. I saw them um, over at UCF. And I, like, I was hoping that, hey, maybe they would do, um, they have a song, um, If It Means a Lot to You, which I mean, they still perform, but um, in, on their actual album, they have, uh, um, I've heard the girl's name who sings it. But I mean, it's, Amazing. I mean, I watched a video on YouTube, but I'm like, like, come on, bring out, just bring out someone who was seeing that part, but they yeah. didn't. Because, I mean, I mean, it's still a fantastic concert, concert, but yeah. so it's always that. Uh, like yep. Uh, when I saw Macklemore, he had the guy who sings lead on Downtown. I forget what mm-hmm. band he's from. I can't remember the guy's name right now, but he yeah. had him show up and didn't have it for any of his other shows on the tour. Uh, which was incredible. That was super, super cool. I will say though, so that's what he did for Orlando. Two days before that, when he was in Miami, he had Ed Sheeran come out because they have a duet together. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you had Ed Sheeran show up. I mean, I'll say this. Uh, I was at uh, one of the festivals and whatnot and um, Paramore was playing and she pulled a random guy out of the crowd who was singing along to Misery Business, which I mean, when you're pulling yeah. a random one random, like you're, it's hit or miss. The risk. And, and to the guy's credit, he hit it. Like, it, like he just sang the chorus, and like, and yeah. she like let him do it like a solo, which we're all like, this could go so poorly. Yeah. But the guy hit him, and it was, it was awesome because like, I mean, he pulling someone random, like he was out there, he was up there living life. That's but, so cool. Yeah, that yeah. was probably the best moment of his life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's um, awesome. I, I will say, uh, one of my, uh, um, a guy I used to work with and like, I mean, he showed me this video. It was like back in, like, I think he was like in high school or something like that. He went to a Lincoln Park show and he like won some contests or whatnot with like a couple other people, but he got to play, um, guitar to faint. I think it was on stage with them. What? Like he actually played, um, oh for goodness. like with Lincoln Park, he handled like the, like Oh, like the opening guitar and like yeah he like played it in front of like a ton of people that's so cool yeah i mean i honestly wouldn't believe him if i didn't see the video <laughs> Jeez. 
I've never, I've never had that happen before. Like I've been pulled on stage or anything. I don't like, I, it would be awesome, but I'd be super nervous. Oh yeah. I mean, I can't play an instrument, so I'd butcher that. And I'd probably, yeah. <laughs> my, my voice would go who knows where and it would probably be great. But. Right. No, I agree. Um, yep. Andy Grammer did something on his last tour actually, where every show he would have somebody come up and they would tell a story about their life and then on the spot. So it would be him, it would be Andy. And then he brought out, um, one of his openers was a spoken word poet rapper. Mm -hmm. So he would have him, him come out. He would do the verses and Andy would write the chorus, but they would literally write it on the spot while this person was sitting on the stage and they would get the crowd to sing with them and stuff. It was awesome. It was really, really um, cool. I mean, I can't remind you what, um, I mean, I haven't been to his concert, but I, mean, I saw, I saw I seen some of the videos like where Ben Folds, he would do like a chat roulette uh, yes. where, or where in like yep. he would pull up random people and then write them a song like a little yep. bit. I mean, which I mean, like, that, I mean, that the one that's your talent to be able to do that, but it's like, wow. Yeah. He, uh, he was one of the other concerts we got to play at our school and uh, he did that at our school, but it was, yeah, it was awesome. Really, really cool. This is a lofty question, but in general, what is it about concerts that you enjoy so much? Um, I mean, like, I mean, one is, I mean, just being like, it's just, I mean, just the overall experience. I mean, when you're just surrounded by that music, I mean, it, I mean, and just all the thoughts that come from it. I mean, like the lyrics, the, I mean, unless it's instrumental, but, and like just every memory you have of that music and just being completely like forgetting everything else going on. I mean, yeah you know, I'm forgetting about work, forgetting about whatever, and just being like, like surrounded by it and just have it like basically consume you and just in, and that's all you're thinking about is just that music and enjoying it. And yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like for me, I mean, music was always my like basic escape. I mean, like when I'd go anywhere, if I like ever had to think about something, if I had to study, I mean, I could tune out the rest of the world and just listen to that music. And I mean, that's what concerts yep. do is that you forget about everything else and you can, and you're, all you're focusing on is that music and just you like, I mean, that it gives you energy and everything. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. I, there have been times where I've had concerts come up and I'm super stressed at work and really busy with a bunch of other stuff. And I've second guessed it like, oh, I don't know. I'm exhausted. I might not go to this. Mm -hmm. But the, after the first song, like you said, it just like pumps you full of so much energy. Oh yeah. Like I've never, I've never regretted going, you know? It's, I mean, you literally forget about everything else in the eye. I mean, I don't regret it. I mean, I've really hadn't had like any bad concerts that I've picked out. I mean, in all the concerts I picked, I mean, I've really not been disappointed at all. So the opening bands are a little bit sometimes are hit or miss, but I mean, for the yep. actual, the one there to see. And yeah, I mean, like yeah. I just, you forget about the stresses of everything from work, from life and everything. You're just there and not forget, not think about the thing. My favorite part too, is when you have those songs that just like connect with you on a, on another level and they play that it's like, like you tune yourself out in general, like you tune out the rest of the world. But when that song comes on, it's like you black out to the rest of everything. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, I mean, I definitely agree. I mean, there's like, there's like, just those like, key songs which i mean like like for me i mean it was like your hand in mine by explosion to the sky i mean not that i connect yep. with the lyrics because it's uh <laughs> instrumental but i mean like, mm -hmm. like just like the thoughts of that song and like how it's um impacted my life i mean from just being able to like, deal with everything like 
growing up listening to that and just yep. putting some perspective I mean helps you just think through your stuff or um other songs are I mean honestly uh Trees by Tony Pilots is um I mean just like the lyrics are if you actually listen to it are amazing but there's yeah. definitely like songs like that where I mean this is what I need to hear or this is what I want this is all I want to hear and I I'm yeah. that right now and I'm like no no I totally agree I also like when I don't like concerts when they sound exactly like the album like that's great yeah. it's cool that they're talented and you know that what you hear on the album is true but I want variations of the songs like if they pull one of them and do it acoustic or if they mash two of them together or just like you know what I mean just some subtle yeah. changes so it feels a little more unique and you can remember that moment yeah, so like, like, I've had yeah, I mean, songs. what we saw with uh, Jim Bellion I mean like like his song I mean like I love how he did different versions of them and honestly like I mean his version of conversations with my wife that, that literally I mean, I, I, mean I, I love it on like on on his album but that live version like blew my mind so yeah you literally like just now I knew what song you were gonna say and it still gave me chills just thinking oh, yeah. about it I, mean, I, it was I still I, I still put like the video because uh, like he posted a live video of it yeah um, and I will play that like every week. It is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And and sometimes it's songs that like, I had listened to conversations with my wife a lot before that, but it wasn't like, it wasn't in my top three or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was just like, yeah, this is a good song. I really enjoy this. After that, it became an obsession for me. Yeah. Like I, even even though I don't have access to that version, except on YouTube. Yep, it, except it's, on YouTube. Yeah. Thank goodness for, you know, having technology now where you can actually listen to that because back in the day, <laughs> you never be able to hear it. You know, go on the limewire and hope you can find a version of, of the song in general. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Even when bands do like, they'll do new songs and mm -hmm. like you try to pay attention as much as you can, but if it's a band you really like, you're like, oh, I, I need to like digest those words and figure out what they're talking about. So it's yeah. cool that you can go on YouTube and 97% of the time somebody recorded it and you can yeah I think that's all the concerts are I mean like you get um you just get engulfed in the experience of everything and like surrounded by the music where you can focus on that I mean I mean quoting Eminem I mean you you know, use yourself in the music the moment <laughs> you <know. Yep. laughs> okay so I got two two last questions for you okay. um so really quickly, if somebody was looking for, obviously we can't go to concerts right now, but mm -hmm. if somebody was looking for a show recommendation, regardless of music taste, but you're like, hey, everyone should see this band at least once, who would be that recommendation? I would have to say, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of some of the good, um, let's see, especially some that I've named yet before. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I probably had to go with um, Andrew Man. I know some of his music is a little bit more like you need to be kind of like into that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, just from for performance standpoint, he's really good. It's always nice though when you like see a, a band in general and they do like a cover, especially if it's like a, a crazy obscure cover that you wouldn't think that they would do. Yeah. I mean, I, I do love a good cover song or go see Explosions in the Sky just because I mean, I love them. But. Yeah. Cool. Since we can't go to concerts right now, what would be 
a live album that you would recommend so people can at least pretend that Ooh. they're at the show? Even if it's a, even if it's like one specific song. Um, I mean, <laughs> one of my favorite live songs, which I've never seen in concert, is uh, I mean, it's funny and you kind of need to be in the mood for this style music. Uh, it's the many versions of Suburban Rhythm by uh, Real Big Fish. Okay. Basically, they they take their song and like in their in their live album, they basically start doing different versions of the song within it. I mean, they do like a blues version they do a rap, old school rap version they do an emo version they do like a hardcore rock version and it's all the same song i mean only like you know like a couple lines but yeah they keep they keep doing a different version and it's so funny to listen to and just yeah but like awesome. you, i mean i mean because they're a ska band so you need, I need to be in the mood for it but i mean it's so funny okay nope that's awesome yeah I, i'm kind of picky about live albums especially since a lot of them have conversations you hear them talking and stuff and that's great if you want to remember that show or that tour but sometimes like it gets annoying when you're you're trying to listen to stuff in the background while you're working and there's like a yeah. two-minute song about them talking with the crowd you know i mean um, i mean i've been doing a lot actually like full concerts i've found on youtube uh okay. play. i mean so like i mean i've done like bony there i've done um, of Monsters and Men and like stuff like that. Uh, I did uh, Mumford and Sons, just basically wherever I find a full album where it's also professionally recorded so it doesn't sound terrible. And yep. that, you know, the, you know some of the terrible sound quality of their cell phone or whatever. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, I, I've, I've looked for those and that will have like those play and then they, so. Okay. I, uh, I think my, I'm trying to think. Need to Breathe has incredible live music, like really, really cool stuff. And they do a lot of different versions. Like they did a tour once where they split it into three parts, I think. And they did like their normal rock show. They did a chunk of dates that was like, I think they called them like the lightning shows. And they were like really intense, like almost arena shows where they, they it was like a big production. And then the last, clump of shows was um straight acoustic the entire show so it's cool that they had the variety in there yeah. but then when they record them obviously you get all the different versions of it so that was really cool that's all yeah, i got um, one other i'm sorry uh, one other no, that i think she's better live is it's a uh, classic rock is landslide by fleetwood mac like the, i mean okay. the yeah. album version is good but the live version is just so much better Okay. Actually, finally, also thought of another band I really wanted to see that I haven't seen yet. Or <laughs> back for a way, you know, question a long time ago. Fleetwood it, Mac. I mean, it's uh would be Rise Against. Oh, especially, okay. Um, especially when they released their um uh go uh Ghost Note Symphony uh, album, which is like a kind of like a, a slower version of all their songs. Okay. They only, they only like four uh tour dates of that um for that album which i mean would have been amazing yeah that sounds really cool. good topic i just finally remember that lightning no you're good you're good i was trying to remember too i made a playlist a couple months back and every single song on there was was a live recording mm -hmm. so i was trying to think if there was like a really oh yes that's one i was trying to think of have you listened to vance joy's live album his most mm, recent no. one it's incredible it is so good it's 
hands down one of the best ones I've ever listened to. It's his live at Red Rocks. Mm-hmm. So cool. I actually think most of the songs I like better on there than I do the original recordings, just because it's it's got so much personality. But. Yeah. Okay, ma'am. That's all I got for you. Sounds good. Always a pleasure. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, follow Goodbye Apathy on Instagram to stay connected and up to date on the latest episodes. If this conversation inspired you and you have your own passion to share, head over to goodbyeapathypodcast.com and send us a quick note. You could be featured on a future episode.